Hi, Maggie. Hello, Freya. Welcome. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. You too. It's the first day of the new month. Happy February. <laughs> yeah, happy February. Yes. Spring is just around the corner. Yeah. Excited <laughs> for that. So what's new? What are you noticing? Um, today, as I was in the shower, I was thinking about this call. And I actually visualized you asking me that exact question. What are you noticing? Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering what would come up. And there's these two things that I would love to talk to you about. One of them is more so just this, just bringing out into the world the state that I'm feeling right now in the last few days. Over the past month, I've been feeling very grateful, very aligned. Um, everything in my world feels like, like divinely timed and exactly where it's supposed to be. So there's a real acceptance of what is. And then the last three to four days, I've experienced this detest of joy, which is really um, surprising. And, and it feels quite heavy. Like I have a, a, a group of friends and we have a group message. And there's often a lot of love and support and community shared in there. And over the past couple of days, there's been a lot of messages and a lot of love. And I've just been witnessing, I haven't felt like not everyone participates all the time. So I, I haven't put, like written anything in the group. And I just, I've been wondering what's going on that I'm feeling this, like, just not just being irritated by how much love there is in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Feeling kind of dark. Okay. Like you've hit your set point for joy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anything in particular that comes to mind that triggers you? Well, what's been feeling really great for me is more recently, because I've been feeling more connected to myself, yeah. that in the past, whenever there was a showering of love for other people, I would have, of course, the joy and celebration of that for them. But there would also be the small self in me that would say, what about me? Or that I'm, I would make it about myself that I'm invisible. Uh, yeah. Yep. And I, re I really had a lot of shame around that because it just felt really awful. And so th there's an element of that. Okay. Good sleuthing. Because this is, we know this, we know this chord mm -hmm. in the song of you, okay? And shame will fall away when we understand that you're not to take it personally. If it's in you, remember, you are 
the soul that contracted to come into this experience you're having so that you could overcome this sense of I'm invisible. Mm. Okay. Now it makes sense to me knowing what I know about the energies that are moving through the collective right now. Um, we have access to more light in our consciousness. And so it, it, it's a faster frequency. And there's another layer possibly that is being released through your experience. It's nothing more than that. So you don't have to go into a story about it. We know what this mm -hmm. is, right? You and I have yeah. been talking about this for a long while. Mm -hmm. And we know that it's a root in the collective psyche. I'm invisible. Nobody sees me. My work's not of value or my presence is not of value. Um value being the key word here this sense of unworthiness so wouldn't it be nice if this is churning up in you yet again because there's more to release yeah okay but don't take it personally don't go into that story that says oh my god this again just ride it let it move through you don't make a story about it it's energy there's nothing to fear here you're in a process we're midwifing potential and so mm -hmm. this is labor pain okay mm -hmm. now what comes up when i say that I love your term of midwifing. Mm -hmm. That's all I do. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, but that's all it is. I'm midwifing human potential. Okay. Mm -hmm. There are energies that are moving through you. And a good midwife will tune you into the highest and the best that is available to you in any given moment so that it can be a smoother ride, you know, a smoother experience. But you've got to labor. Like there's no avoiding the journey because you're here. You agreed to be here. Mm -hmm. Now what helps is to hold that larger narrative of truth which is you are a soul with agreements and you've come to learn through your own experience. So nothing's ever gone wrong. So when you feel that, I'm invisible. I want you to hear me in your inner world saying, pause, there's an opportunity here, okay? It's mm -hmm. time to release energy that's been stuck. And when energy gets stuck, it's usually in our first three centers, okay? And it's usually around self-esteem and disempowerment and 
toxic relationships and sexual abuse and it's the lower three energy centers of our body and those are the energies that are clearing out now not just individually but for us collectively and that's why we see a lot of aggression we see a lot of pain we see a lot of whatever's going on okay in the collective well, that's just a release of all that stuck energy. That's all it is. That's all it is. So what we require most now is to center ourselves in the truth of what's actually going on and to summon the courage to, to be here taking the ride that we agreed to take. It's like summon the courage, call for endurance, be patient with yourself. That's what's really required because there's no avoiding the ride. There's That's no the avoiding it. Yeah. And it's no different than when a woman is birthing a human child, at least for me, especially with my first child, there was a moment in the labor when I was like, yeah, I think I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Could end, you know, my best friend at the time, Kathy, said, um, honey, <laughs> it's too <laughs> late. <laughs> There's no turning back the clock on this. You are giving birth. You're here. And so a good midwife will hold you steady and say, I see what you're up to. You're here. Relax. Let the energy move through you because the energy. Um, in our, <clears throat> in our humanness, we can get very interior and we can feel like we're all alone and that we're invisible and that there is, you know, the party's over there and I'm not part of the celebration. But the truth is we're never alone and there is so much light and love descending into us and supporting us and calling us forward. You've got to remember that. You've got to make a conscious effort to go, wait a minute. The part of me that feels invisible isn't anchored in the truth. She's been conditioned to believe that she's invisible. We've lived a history where women in particular have been invisible. Not just women, but we can say that because we're women. Okay. So we mm -hmm. don't deny that that's been the truth. We don't deny that that's been the experience. But what we've got to understand is it's over. It's over. So that energy is moving. It's like there is fresh water being poured into a glass of sludge. That sludge is rising to the surface and the more fresh water that comes in, the cleaner the water gets. Mm -hmm. Can you see that image? Yeah. So your first three energy centers are clearing out. They're clearing out so that you can live in your heart center. Um, all the time, <laughs> all the time, because that's what we're building, the cosmic heart for humanity. So 
So that's a lot of talking on my part, but does that help you um, be a little easier in this? Yeah, what, what I feel is it, initially when you said that, you know, that I essentially what I heard was I don't have to make this mean something or get into the get into the nitty gritty of it. It's just another leveling up. And so it felt like relief. And then the more you were sharing what I felt, what kind of bubbled up for me was that I haven't. And I know every time we get to this level, I might have said this before in my life. But right now, what I'm feeling is that I haven't felt this kind of alignment and wholeness ever in my life. And I haven't yeah. felt this much joy ever in my life. So yeah. uh, as you said, there's an ascension of this, how much joy we are receiving. And it feels like that barrier or that, I don't, this might be TMI, but it's like that hymen that I'm breaking through again mm -hmm. that to... Mm -hmm. it, you know it's uncomfortable and it because there's this other part there, there's a subconscious thing that's maybe saying you gotta get small again because mm -hmm. whatever but yeah well and if you can if you can really focus on the sensation of the energy and stop calling it anything stop naming it i'm invisible stop labeling it because those words will actually generate um manifestation okay that's how we create mm -hmm. so if you can really anchor into your body and just feel the energy and not make it mean anything yeah. not label it not attach words to it just feel the energy right it shifts i know we've talked about this before it shifts things but the other thing that's happening freya is that this light that we have access to this love light we we never will be burdened with more than what we can hold so it's really essential now more than ever to have a practice where you can um clear the channel like really anchor into yourself and practice holding that because the more you hold, the more, it's like the more clear water that can come into the glass, um, the more you'll receive. So yeah. it's whatever we can hold, okay? You, you can't run a current of electricity through a bulb that doesn't have the correct wattage without mm. blowing it right mm -hmm. and you know there is you started this call talking about divine timing there is mm -hmm. implicit order that we are living in don't for a moment imagine that there aren't higher beings and greater light that have got this we're the ones that are embodied. We're in physical form and we we play our part. But oh my, it's time to rest in the divine. It's time to go, okay. The love light has got this. 
life has got this. Our only job is to move with it. And when something uncomfortable comes up, let it move. Give it over. Like give it back to the light. That's why it's coming. That thread of I am invisible is coming so that we can give it back to the light that it is and say, that's not true. I see who you are. I see what you are. I see what, how you're serving and, and how you're giving and how you're loving and how you're breathing and being. You're here. You're free. And the more joy you let come into your being, the more you can hold, the more you acclimate to that frequency. And you said it. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm more joyful now than I've ever been. I'm more aligned now than I've ever been. Yeah, well, we're just mm -hmm. getting started. Okay. Yes. Yes. Can you feel that? Yeah, I feel it. A question came up for me when you were talking. What does, you said just give it over to the light. What does that look like tangibly? Well, let's go back to the body then. We were talking about the first three energy centers. Mm -hmm. Imagine that that stuck energy, stuck energy, <laughs> is, <laughs> is um, being transmuted, being translated into clean, clear energy that rises up into your heart. So we're giving, we're giving this back to the heart. We're coming, all those fragments, all those lies that we've lived by are coming back into the truth of our heart. So when you're giving it over to the light, you're bringing it into your heart space because the heart is the center of creation. The heart is the place where all polarity unifies. Mm. It's neutral. When you're anchored in your heart and your heart is open, it's a neutral power. And it is power. So you're, you're, I don't know if that image worked for you, but if you use your physical body, those energy centers, bottom three, are moving up into your heart space. Now life gets really interesting because we're moving out of survival and into creation. When you move from those lower three centers into your heart space. Now you're, you're beyond surviving earth school and you're remembering your creative power. Then the upper energy centers get really, really exciting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Carolyn Mace used to teach us that if, if we could imagine those first three centers and then coming into the heart, the heart is like the center of the hourglass you know, that narrow space mm -hmm. where the sand is, I know it's not rising, it would be falling through, but there is a, it's like the eye of the needle. It, there's work that's being done in the yeah. human heart right now, individually and collectively. Does that give you an image? Does that help? Yes. Now on another level, if you want to use words, which is what I love to do because words are charged with intention. They're encoded and we create, we manifest our, our experience 
as words. Um, my favorite invocation of that power, that my favorite attunement of giving over to the light, I like using the words Holy Mother Divine because we're returning back to the Holy Mother from whence we have all come. So if I'm wanting to give something back to the light, this is the attunement I use. It's like, Holy Mother Divine, let this be you. Let this be you. Let this be yours. Um, let this be you. Let this be yours. And whatever I am to do or to be, let it be known to me. Let me know. Let me be in my knowing so that I can gift you with the entirety of my being. Because when you give it over to the greater power of your wise woman, then you can rest in your own divinity. You can rest knowing that, okay, she's got this. I'll know what I need to know when I need to know it. The path mm -hmm. is lit as I walk it. So find a way that works for you to give it away, to give it back to the light. Because the light's here. The light is here. I've noticed in the last couple of weeks the colors in my world are so much more vibrant and my house is filling up with plants again. Mm. It's like, I'll have a thought, you know, it'd be really nice to have a plant right there and I'll go to choices for groceries and boop, there's the plant. And she comes home <laughs> with me. It's like instantly. Um, so have some fun with this. Did that answer your question? Yes. I felt the, the energy centers one really deeply. I think I love words. I love words a lot. And I think for this exercise, being in my body is, is the one, is the path for me in this okay. specific example. And so just kind of breathing into it and even that visual of the, um, that, instrument the sand oh the, the yeah the uh, hourglass hourglass yeah i can visualize that narrowing but it expands once you're through that exactly spot and i that visual with the breath feels like so when it starts to feel tight and i start to resist it mm -hmm. to let myself breathe it in and let it in yes and it and might not be there mentally yet but it you know, I think we need to feel it in our body first. Totally. And dropping out of the mental field and into the brain that's in your heart is much more powerful. Yeah. Okay. Much more powerful. Um, oh, there was something you said. Hmm. It came in. in. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, it came in and it went out. <laughs> Um, oh, the breath, the breath, the breath. Reclaim sacred language. That will help too. I mean, I've always used sacred language. And, yeah. you know, I had a really good conversation with a long time friend yesterday. She called me a Fruit Loop. And I thought, <laughs> okay, I've always been the Fruit Loop, but you just wait. So when you're taking that breath, it's a holy breath. Mm -hmm. Like, really tune into the idea of, Where's my breath coming from? 
because it's holy breath. Now, doesn't that just open you a little bit further? It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Holy breath. You take in your holy breath. And that immediately brings your spirit into your body, your awareness of your spirit in your body. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, when we Go started on. the cult, you said there were two things. What was the second thing? Do you remember? Yes, it's a completely different thing. And um, it's the short version of it is um, how to navigate someone else's expectations in a way that <laughs> this might be a too big of a topic <laughs> that honors my own boundaries and love. This person is a very dear loved person mm -hmm. and uh, they are getting married in July and there's a lot of expectations on me and a lot of them are unspoken mm -hmm. and um yeah I'm trying yeah I'm just trying to navigate how best to approach that so if it's a lot we don't have to get into no 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 this, moment. this is easy we can do this Mm -hmm. expectation expectation the work now is well let me clarify with you is there like physical real-time expectations like there are things that you need to do for the wedding like make the wedding cake or build a dress or like you talking no. about those kinds of expectations or are you talking about um, assumed expectations that you're going to be here to emotionally support me and you're going to be here to like what define you yeah definitely the emotional part and also the organizational of you know booking things and it's more of a what I'm hearing is you're not excited enough and you're I don't feel like you're into this and oh um you you haven't you know like my friends are bringing all this showing me all this stuff and helping me and you're not uh you should be doing more than what they're doing oh yeah we've got a dark bride here <laughs> not really but but this is this is shadowy wed wedding stuff you know Oof. yeah yeah um so your work around this is to be clear, to be clear with yourself, and then you will have an opportunity to clearly communicate it or not. You, I'm giving you a big permission slip to say no where no is required. Okay, part of you is taking on this projection from your beloved friend because weddings stir up Oof, a lot of dark feminine okay mm -hmm. and you're really sensitive you can you're picking it up so just don't go there trust that oh I'm reading this that's why I'm feeling it but I can read it and not get entangled with it you're very empathic yeah read it don't get entangled with it this let beautiful... it yeah sorry go ahead no go ahead uh, this beautiful person is my little sister 
So oh. there's a family element to it, yeah. which, which I have, and I have been, I have brought honesty to her. And what I've, what I've felt in me is that there's an element of her just not feeling loved in yeah. general in her life. So I have had that conversation where I've just taken a breath with her and told her that I love you and we're yeah. very excited for you and I want you to know that you're supported and you know we care about you and there's still been this resentment before things have had a chance to flow because of course we're also dealing with trying to organize things in a pandemic and right now everything is shut down so there's not a whole lot so she's got her own level of disappointments right yes yes but that's you've you've already sensed into the way forward here you're reading what is being asked for at a more truthful level rather than making it mean that you've fallen short in some way instead you've been able to see that oh she's not feeling loved and then you ask yourself, is there something that I have to give here? And you do. And you give it from your true self. You give it from that open, expanded heart. But just know that weddings dredge up the dark feminine. <laughs> okay? Yeah. It's, it's archetypal. Don't make it mean anything about you. Don't take it personally. Be the best sister that you know how to be. Be a force of love and light just by being who you are naturally. And that's enough. That's everything. Because as an empath, as an intuitive woman, as somebody that is so sensitive to anything that's in your field, you've got to manage this wisely. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's no longer any need for you to carry anyone else's stuff. And of course, sisters, whoo, that's a loaded, right? But yes. you, this is me giving you a permission slip to know what is yours and what is not yours. You're not meant to carry anybody. You just need to be you. Does that okay. help? What do you feel? It does help. And I yeah. think there's a little bit more discovery here for me in what, what my boundaries are around this. Um, and what, because there's a part of me that just feels a little bit trapped yep. by my own uh, judgments that I'm, whatever I do is never, it's not going to be enough because I'm hearing this feedback constantly. And then when I try to do something, it's not the right thing or it's not enough. And so there's a, a dance mm -hmm. here of mm -hmm. I'm getting close to just shutting off, but I'm still holding my love because I, ca I can hold that. And I have that for her a lot. Good. But I'm trying to find my place in this event, which I don't even know if I'm going to physically be able to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just and none way. of us know, like, if you could see that there are so many timelines that are available to us 
in every given moment. And now in this flux that we are in collectively, the best way for us to manage this is to be in the moment because it is now, if you can be at your highest and best now, then you're calling in the highest and best timeline for this event. Don't, don't get, I know when you're planning something, there's this, there's, there are things that you have to put in place, but allow lots of flexibility for your emotional self. Don't attach, okay? The path is lit as you walk it. If you can tell yourself, my only real work here is to show up in my true self, in my wise woman self, listen deeply, and act accordingly. Throw the idea mm -hmm. of boundaries out the window. Boundaries is such a, this is about you being your big self, okay? Okay. This is about you being your wise woman self on the road, okay? Yeah. You don't have to protect or close off or feel that you're going to be overwhelmed or overburdened. No, no, no. You can do this. Just show up in the moment in your wise woman self and trust that you'll know the moment will teach you precisely what is required of you now, now. Now, not before and not after, but now. And you could be the space that allows this family event to unfold in the highest way possible for everyone. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's not a big do. That's about who you be. That's who you be naturally with your heart open and your wise woman pants on or shoes on. Put my wise woman sweatpants on. <laughs> okay, that too. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You've got this, Freya. Thank you. Okay. Don't get don't get seduced into the sister stuff. Because even okay. everything that you just described about what's coming up for you, uh, we know this. We've talked about this before. That's that's your smaller self, right? Yes. Yeah. So when you're triggered, there's opportunity. Remember that. The way out is to get above it. You've got this. You're a good sister. You're a loving sister. Know that and be that okay mm -hmm. yeah thank you that was really helpful good 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 two big things we did it did it how do you feel lighter ah. hungry <laughs> hungry <laughs> that's a good sign well yeah. we've nourished your soul go feed your body Okay. Yeah. So much love to you, Freya, and yours, your whole Thank entire you. family. Thank you. Rise in grace, okay? We'll do you as well, and um, I guess we will talk soon. Yes. When next? Till next time. <laughs> yes. Till next time. Yeah. 
Peace out. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.